You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up. It's Friday, June the 9th, 2017. I'm your host, Craig Hemke. Joining us again this morning is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig. Good morning. Uh, rather interesting week. We had a great first half. And we're having a lousy second half, but uh, lots of things going our way. I believe you are correct in that. Yes. Uh, and uh, just to remind everybody before we get started, this weekly wrap up is brought to you by the Sprott Money International Storage Program. We store more than 1 million ounces and we're proud of our perfect audit record. Please visit SprottMoney.com slash storage to learn more. Eric, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, we had some good follow through from the lousy employment numbers last Friday and we hit new highs for 2017 back on Tuesday and then into Wednesday. But of course, we got carpet bombed again yesterday. Uh, how do you feel as we wrap up the week? Well, I don't feel good about it, but it's kind of the, the situation is normal, right? Uh, you just see what's going on. There was this tremendous interest in gold, and we had this huge increase in open interest on uh, Monday and Tuesday. And then all of a sudden, uh, and of course, that has to be supplied by the commercials. So now the commercials are just the short positions going crazy. And uh, they just said about, okay, how, how are we going to deal with this? Because silver's breaking out, gold's breaking out. It, it, it had a breakout of its five-year downtrend, no less. Uh, so was, everything was looking perfect. The, the, the mood was right. And, of course, they decided they had to bomb the thing. And, uh, you know, you see these air pockets develop where they, they come in. And there was one example, I guess it was, was it two days ago or yesterday, yesterday, maybe yesterday, $4 billion of gold for sale in a minute. Like, no, no market can deal with that. And, of course, it hits an air pocket and, and runs all the stops. And then all the stops got to turn around and sell them. I mean, it's just it's criminal. And I was hoping, quite frankly, that uh, with this admission of guilt and the CFTC banning uh, that guy, Lou, uh, who admitted to manipulating silver and gold, that maybe people within the, the commodity area would think, well, we're not going to get away with this, but it looks like we're back to normal again. Whatever they want to do, they just do it. So that's been very unfortunate, but there's lots of things uh, that are still going our way. Well, you hit it on the head, though. The, uh, this, today's COT report, Commitment of Traders report, will show an increase from that Wednesday to last Tuesday COT week of over 60,000 contracts of open interest. That's 60 million, I'm, I'm sorry, 6 million yeah. ounces of paper gold, yeah. 187 metric tons created by the banks yeah. and sold to the specs all in one week. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, almost $8 billion worth of gold, too, paper gold, of course out of nowhere and uh with an aggressive slant on it right like just pushing pushing it down to, to beat the band so it's just it's horrible what goes on we deal with this all the time uh we have been winning uh the race here so far this year and last year uh slowly but surely and i think there's certain things going on in various markets that, that tell us that the interest in gold is going to persist here and that most of the people who have been monitoring things see that the interference ends up being somewhat temporary and not as nearly as effective as it used to be for the kind of money involved. So I think we'll still win the day. You know, one thing you mentioned there, I think probably is this increase we've seen in the GLD inventory and whether it's all there is a topic for another day, I suppose, but the actual stated inventory is the highest level it's been for all of 2017. Do you see much interest in that? 
Well, of course. I mean, there was one day there where it went up 13 tons in a day. You know, you, if you have 20 days in a, in a month, 20 trading days, you go up 260 tons. I mean, that's more than all the production that's that's available in a month. It's about 220 tons a month available ex, uh, ex-China, ex-Russia, which is an interesting contrast to the 180 tons of open position that there were. I mean, that represents a month's supply of, of gold almost, and it, it, it happens in one week, so... That's what we're up against, and uh, well, hopefully, uh, you know, we have more buyers than they got uh, depth. Uh, hopefully, uh, maybe the CFTC uh, recent decisions will cause them to slow down somewhat. Maybe it's just a quick, well, let's kill them and cover here, and uh, and we'll be right back up again. But uh, we'll stand by. And I think one of the reasons if they bomb it is to to dampen the enthusiasm because they don't want it to get out of control. Right. Uh, but I don't think they can stop sort of the tsunami of interest that one can see developing here. So maybe it's just a quick hit here. And uh, in this process of knocking it down here, they'll cover their positions and away we go again. I know you mentioned to me earlier that uh, you've got your eye on palladium of all metals and that it's up almost a little more than 30% year to date. Kind of a sneaky rally yeah. there. And uh, what might that little rally be telling you? You know, I don't know. And I'm embarrassed to say I'm not really a student of the Palladium market. I understand it's been in deficit for the last five years, and that uh, some of the uh, some of the deficit has been uh, handled by uh, metals coming out of some of the ETFs. Um, but it looks like it's got a bit of a life of its own as we sit and talk this morning. It's up something like thirty dollars while gold's down seven or eight. And uh, I actually spent some time this morning trying to figure out what is going on in, in Palladium. Uh, but obviously it looks like there's a physical shortage. And, and the reason I'm sort of interested in this, maybe we'll have an example of a metal that changes, uh, that trades on a commodity exchange where the physical shortage manifests itself in the price. Where it doesn't matter how much these guys want to short it, there's some guy that'll say, fine, I'll take it. Now give me the palladium. And away we go. And it could, of course, uh, uh, lead into people doing the same with other metals because these metals are not big markets, right? I mean, if palladium all of a sudden went crazy, maybe they'd take on platinum next. And it maybe because platinum's, you know, right at the edge of being in shortage and there's huge short position by the commercials yet again. And so you might get this sort of windfalling of going from one to the next. And then, of course, the next one would be silver. Then the next one would be gold. And away we go. So I would love to, I'm going to watch it just to see if there is, something where we can bust the COMEX uh, on one of their products. You know, Eric, we spent a little bit of time these last few weeks touching on Bitcoin and some of these other cryptocurrencies and how, if anything, the public, uh, the general public at large globally is becoming aware of alternatives to just simple fiat government issued script, right? I know you've got some thoughts on Bitcoin and, and where it might be headed from here. Can you share those with us? Sure. Well, I don't own Bitcoin, but I must admit I've been interested in, in thinking about buying it just just to be in the play in a very, very modest way, of course. And I know others have. I know other people involved in precious metals that have been involved in Bitcoin. I'm not one of them. Um, and, of course, I, I do listen to Cliff High, who has been interviewed uh, incessantly on Bitcoin and who made the call on Bitcoin and said, you know, Bitcoin's going to go crazy this year. 
and he's looking pretty good as Bitcoin uh, approaches $3,000 here from 1000 about uh, a year ago. I mean, these are huge, huge outsized gains that some people have been experiencing. But the thing I like best about it is Cliff's explanation of why Bitcoin is going up and why the other cryptocurrencies, of which there are like 50 or 100 other cryptocurrencies that I'm not even aware of. But the point that Cliff makes is that people buying cryptocurrencies don't trust fiat currencies. And that's a very important theorem in my mind, because that's the way they want to manifest their interest. They're going to buy the cryptocurrencies. And it's probably just a very, very small part of the population. But but as as these cryptocurrencies going up, of course, it's like a wildfire. Like people are interested, like me having a potential interest, that sort of thing, and others. And it can spread. And if people find out that, oh, if you bet against fiat currencies, you can make a killing. That's the theory that I w- would like to see exposed here. You bet against fiat currencies, you make a killing. And of course... Uh, Cliff believes that silver is just going to go absolutely bonkers here in the next year, just numbers that you and I could never imagine it going to, as we would have imagined, you know, somebody saying Bitcoin is going to 3000 or actually I think he says it's going to 13000 We can't imagine it, but here we are. So I think it's very important to study the um, the willingness of investors uh, and, and I think it's a broadening uh, spectrum of investors to go into these cryptocurrencies because I think ultimately they're going to end up being gold and silver investors as well. So that's my view on cryptocurrencies. All righty then. My friend, with uh, one week to go, I think we probably ought to wrap today with a discussion of the pending FOMC that's coming up on Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. Wednesday at 2 o'clock Eastern, we'll get the statement where the... Mother will actually either raise rates again or she won't, though I think the expectation is now like 95% that there's another rate hike coming. question I have for you that we'll uh, use as our last one today is, uh, do you think we will get another rally out of these rate hikes? You know, we rallied out of each of the previous three. Uh, could we be set for that again next week, or what, are you, what do you think is going to happen? Well, as, as we've expressed, I've expressed, I don't think they should really increase, but I think they're going to increase, but I don't really think they should from an economic perspective. Uh, and I think that uh, it's always the words in the, the draft of the minutes that come out uh, later that are critical. And I think um, the statement, and I think what they'll s- suggest is that, well, you know, uh, the uh, short-term weakness is not temporary, <laughs> or it's not as temporary as we thought it was, and that uh, the September hike will probably go off the table. And uh, in the market's view, and, and the December, I think, will be questioned, which, of course, then creates an environment where we're not looking at rate increases because the economy is weak and they'll have to fess up on it. And, of course, that's the perfect environment for uh, for gold and silver to get going. So, yeah, I fully expect that we should get a good rally coming out of the, the statement from the Fed on Wednesday. Let's hope you're right. I think after the last couple of days we've had, most people would uh, be happy for any kind of upticks at this point because the last couple of days were no yeah. fun. It's been, been been a tough couple of days, but uh, you know we, we had a, a great run going there. I mean, to think that we nearly tagged 1,300, and, and obviously we would have had the forces not come in, right? I mean, to have to short you know, 8 billion of, uh, of a commodity to keep it from breaking out, we're going to get them sooner or later so we'll stand by on that i'm with you on that one my friend with that i think we will leave it there i hope you have a great weekend 
Okay, all the best to you, Craig. And for everyone here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>